mid-level exception. Welcome to mid-level exception. Don't get used to this type of episode. This is our instant overreaction to game one of the NBA season. Sixers, Celtics, Beantown, Philly. What does this game mean? Okay, actually, it doesn't really mean that much. This is the first game of the season. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I just wanted to mock everybody because tomorrow, I guess I'm recording this on Wednesday. You're going to hear this after everybody does like their morning preview. So technically this morning, when you'll be listening to this podcast, this morning on Thursday, everybody is going to explode and say this and that and bing and bong and boong and blah, blah, blah. So we watched the whole game. We took notes on every single quarter made, you know, we came up. Uh, I came up with a couple ideas here, or a couple notes that I really, things that stood out. And um, this isn't going to be too long. This is going to be like 10, 15 minutes. Um, but again, this is Midlow Exception. I'm your host, Matthew Medina. So you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Once again, just give us any type of review. And, um, and leave that review there. Subscribe is the most important part. Tell your friends about us. And uh, maybe we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. But I just wanted to talk about this game. This is a pretty big game. This is the two teams that met in the semi-conference. Uh, last year, they're projected to finish in the conference finals this season. It very much seems like if either of these, if neither the, either of these teams doesn't make the conference finals, it's probably going to look like as a failure for the season. Um, although, as we're going to go through with our with our observations, I don't know if we, if we either t- if um, one of these teams should be looking at the conference finals as like if we don't make it it's a failure um so let's start first you know again i'm just looking at my notes here there seems to be things that stick out number one we called it a year ago a year and a half ago um and when i say we i mean me and i'm gonna i'm not trying to toot my horn on here uh too much but I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't go on over the uh, on a limb for rookies. Typically, I say this guy could be this, he could be that. I don't say he is going to be that often. Jason Tatum, I said was a special player. I thought he should have been the number one pick. He seems like he's the modern NBA player. I mean, this kid is just—I don't know. I don't know what else to to tell you. I mean, he's fantastic. He's fantastic, and he might be their best player right now. This very second. I'm not saying he's their best scorer. I'm not saying he's their most valuable player. I think overall he might be their best player already. He is unbelievable. Uh, let's pull up the box score real quick. His numbers tonight, 23 points, 9 of 17 from the field. Three-point shooting, not so great. Uh, nine rebounds, three, three assists, a steal. He was a plus six. He was, um, he was awesome. Awesome. Awesome tonight. I still can't believe the Sixers didn't. They regret. This is one of the notes I made. Um, Sixers already regret not taking him. Um, even if Markel Fultz turns out to be really good, a couple time All Star, he's not. He's not going to be Jason Tatum. He's just not going to be Jason Tatum. He's just not. What a what a stud. And kudos to Danny Ainge for getting the player. For getting the player that he always wanted, that he thought should have been number one too, but getting a, a, for another first round pick for him. Um, the Sixers. That deal gets worse and worse because the guy they wanted was going to be there at number three anyways. Just what a player. Um, second thing, Ben Simmons is, a, is just phenomenal with the ball. The way he passed, it's very, it is, it is sublime. It is next level. It is unreal. Uh, he almost had a triple-double, but he was, he was fantastic. 
Let's pull up his box score here real quick. I think he had like eight dimes, um, eight assists, two assists shy of a of a triple double. Man, he still can't shoot. Didn't take a three. Struggle from the free, but man, it's just he can. He's the first guy I've ever seen that can really affect dominate a game without being able to score. It's weird, and I, he still scored nineteen points. But his rebounding and his passing is just, and his defense. Was, I thought his defense was pretty good. Um, we're gonna get to later on why I think the the seventy sixers lost this game. But Jay, but but Ben Simmons is is an elite player. He's he's an elite player. I thought Joel Embiid played really good too. Even though he was nine to twenty one, the field the field goal percentage is not going to look good. He did force it a lot. There were some times he he really did force it. It was just like, hey man, you know, slow down. Don't let the game get to you. Don't let the emotions get to you. Make the extra pass. Uh, man, pouring out for our last podcast, the extra pass. Just make the extra pass. And I think I think he got a little too caught up in the game, um, which is understandable. It's the first game. These two teams don't really particularly like each other. These two cities don't really like each other. So it was it was understandable. But I, I still think he looked good. He had double-double. Um, he's going to be fine. Al Horford, again, is just underrated as far as a player, his importance, his value. Um, he just, he's just a Hall of Famer. He is a poor man's Tim Duncan. He's the closest thing you're ever going to see to Tim Duncan, maybe ever. Um, he's just, he's just great. He's a great player. I know he had nine points on, you know, four of seven from the field, four rebounds. He played 30 minutes. He didn't have to touch the ball too much. Five blocks. He's the one who's going to sacrifice on this team to win. But, I mean, the five blocks, that is. I don't know. If, I think this is the year he's, his all-star luck runs out where he doesn't get put on by the coaches because his numbers are going to be they're not going to be that great. But he is um, He's just a great player. He's a great player. So kudos to him. Really, the, the big takeaway from this game, there's two takeaways. And it's the same subject, but two different stories. The Celtics have depth. They had... Let's see, one, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine guys play right around 20 minutes. Right around 20 minutes. And all those guys contributed. The ball move, everybody got shots. It's not like nobody got shots either. Marcus Smart is the only one who didn't take shots. And like he, you don't really want him taking shots anyways. It, there was, this Celtics team is really good. I don't know. I don't think this this game is indicative of, of the Sixers so much as it is for the Celtics. Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving shot a combined, you know, six for 26 from the field. They were two of 11 from three, um, but they still chipped in. You know, Gordon Hayward had five rebounds, four steals. Uh, Irving had four rebounds and seven assists. So, like, even though their, their, their scoring wasn't there, they chipped in. This team is just loaded. Loaded. They're nasty. Aaron Baines was 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 pretty big too. Uh eight points, hit a couple threes, played some really good defense there. This team is good. I think this team is really good. I think I had them going to the finals last year. I feel even more confident they're going this year. This is who my team is from the East. Um, that I'm picking. I don't root for them, obviously, but um this team's loaded. This team is loaded. I haven't seen a team this loaded in a while. I mean, they're ten I mean, this is they look for them, they might accidentally win almost 70 games because I don't think they're going to go for it. None of their guys played more than 30 minutes. 
They can rotate and rest guys, keep guys happy. They're, I mean, they still took 97 shots. There's plenty of shots. This team's awesome. This is an awesome team. Uh, Danny Ainge should be really proud of what he's assembled here. This team is loaded, and they're deep, and they can withstand injuries. I mean, they're loaded, and they're gonna get they're gonna get another first round pick next year um, from the Kings, probably if they don't, assuming they don't finish with the number one pick. I mean, he's just he's the best. He's one of the best GMs in the league right now, if not the best. Uh, conversely, I think uh, this is what I've been saying: the Sixers were gonna miss. Bellinelli and Ilyasova. It's not that they're just that, that they're great players or anything like that. They're guys who can shoot. They don't have a lot of guys that can shoot right now. They were 19% from three. Markel Foltz didn't take a three. JJ Redick was the only guy, you know, even he was two of eight from three. I mean, they Robert Covington struggled, continued to struggle from the playoffs. I don't know if he's I don't know if he's good enough for these type of games. I don't know. I, something's not right with Robert Covington in these games. I don't know if he's if he lets it gets to him or if he's not if he's not as good as we think he is. I don't know what the answer is, but this team is not. And I understand that um, Wilson Chandler didn't play, so he's probably injured. I guess I must have missed that note there somewhere. I didn't like that they gave away that they let Bellinelli and I mean not that they left one go, they let both of them go, and I didn't like trading. Mikhail Bridges, because that's a guy who can shoot and defend. And I get that the the kid that they drafted, who's already injured, has a potentially a higher upside. But at some point in time, you, you have to stop worrying about upside. When you have your guys and they have their guys, you need to get pieces that fit around them. That's one of the notes I made here. Get, get complementary pieces. And I know what Mikhail Bridges is. Worst case scenario, he's a 3-and-D guy. He's a 3-and-D guy. He's going to be able to shoot. He's going to be able to defend multiple positions. That's what they need. That's what they need. And I don't, I'm not so sure about their ceiling anymore. I don't know if they're really a legitimate title contender. Um, I don't think this team is as deep. Uh, this kid from Wichita State looked overwhelmed. I, I don't, I, I'm not going to say they're not making the playoffs. I'm not saying they're garbage. I'm just saying they're not as good as people seem are going to think they are. Again, this is an overreaction, but I kind of thought so anyways in the first. I mean, Ben Simmons had to play. This is not a good sign. Ben Simmons playing 43 minutes in the first game. Really? Really? This is the first game of the season. I don't know. I don't know about the Sixers. You're a Sixers fans. Don't don't be expecting a finals trip. I don't think this team is going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They don't have the shooting. Who's going to shoot on their team? Who's going to shoot? There's no shooting. They let it leave. They let their shooters leave. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then they drafted one, then they traded him. Last year might have been their window to make the conference finals. Like, the, these things are, things happen in the NBA that we th we project, oh, this is what's going to happen, and then it's gone. This team, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to monitor the 76ers because I'm going to do a deep dive into their into their books. I think they have a, um, let's look it up real quick, real quick. Well, they have a lot of cap holds. I mean, they're going to clear a lot of space again. I mean, they're going to have $40 million in cap space. So at least their cap space is good. This is a team that really needs to go all in on Jimmy Butler. All in next season, next summer. If this, if the Timberwolves are stupid enough to trade for Zaire Smith and pieces, do that trade. But this is a team that needs a guy like a Jimmy Butler. I'm not, a, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge of getting out on Robert Covington. I mean, he's off in the postseason. I mean, I don't know how good he is anyways. Anyways, yeah, that's my instant overreaction there. 
crowd was a little flat for me. Um, Gordon Hayward, you know, he's he's he looked yeah, he looks like he hasn't played basketball in a year. Kerry Irving looks like he hasn't played basketball in nine months, so no big deal. The one little nugget there I had is there a trade that makes sense for both teams where something of a package of like Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown for for Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon being that final piece for the Celtics that gives him like one more big who can rebound and and I mean he'd be a great small ball five for them. Just a thought out there. Just a thought. Um, because the Magic need guards and you get a backcourt with those guys. And if you're the Magic, obviously you'd pay them because they're young, so definitely. Um just a thought. Uh, but other than that, it was an interesting game just to watch the Celtics depth. Um, they have really good ball movement. They're 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 a joy to watch. They're a joy to watch, and I don't, and I don't like saying that because I don't really like the Celtics. But, but that's it. We all we just wanted to give you our instant reaction right there, fifteen minute mark. Um, hope you guys liked it. I don't think we're gonna do too many of these. Um, I might do an instant reaction for LeBron James. I think his first game at at Staples Center, not necessarily the Thursday night game, because I don't you know I'll be off Saturday night, and I have to work Sunday, so. We'll think about it. Might have to call CJ in the plane at JetBlue. See if we could dial our man in. Um, But thanks for listening. You can subscribe. um, Leave a comment. Five-star reviews, preferably. Four stars, okay. Three stars, fine. Any any review will work for me at this point in time. Uh, But leave some comments. Subscribe. Tell your friends about us. And uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, pod online.